0: Bible in the news. Let's get right at it, okay? Um, This is another, come on, man, uh, time for us as Christians. And let me lay the foundation of what we're going to talk about here in just a moment of criminalizing parenthood. And uh, first, let's go to Nehemiah chapter number four. And the uh, king, uh, Cyrus, had sent the Jews back to build the walls and the temple. And they were meeting opposition, and they were meeting opposition from the leaders and uh, and the Senate and the House and the White House. <laughs> okay, in that area, they were meeting that opposition, and Nehemiah uh, had decided this is what God has called us to do, and this is what we're going to do, and. And the, the king of Cyrus had said, it's okay, go ahead and do that and here are the letters. Uh, but they're several thousand miles away. And so they, they tried their best to get them to stop uh, the work that God had called them to do. And so here's what, here's what Nehemiah says. Okay, after he's talked about, get your swords, get your spears, uh, get your bows And this is what he said in verse number 14 of Nehemiah chapter four. And I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people. So Nehemiah got all of those Jews together in the rubble of Jerusalem, in the rubble of the temple. And this is what he said to them. And this is a defining moment for them. And he said uh, that this is what he said to the people. Number one, do not be afraid of them. Now, we're talking about physical violence. We're talking about extermination. We're talking about looking at the possibility that it is completely eliminated and Jerusalem and the temple is never seen again. And he says to them, don't be afraid. The second thing he says is remember the Lord who is great uh, and awesome. Don't be afraid. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight, fight for for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, and your homes, your wives, of course, and your homes. Now, um, this is the way we characterize the fight, and it is not a physical fight. Uh, Physical violence is not advocated, Uh, but here is how we fight. We go to Paul in 2 Corinthians, Chapter four, uh, 14, and this is what he says For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised itself against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. And so that is what that's what we're talking about when I use the word fight. Okay, so let's go to the to the uh, news part of it, and I'm reading from National Review, and uh, an article by Andrew McCarthy, who is uh, has been a, 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 a journalist for National Review for years and years, and he starts this article with this: the Biden Justice Department's lawless threat. Against American parents, and and here here's what he's here's what he's saying. I'm not going to read the whole article, but um, but Andrew McCarthy, who was a journalist back uh, 30 years ago in the in the Bill Clinton administration, and he says this. Even as President Biden shrugged his shoulders over progressive harassment and intimidation of a sitting United States senator of his own party. Now he's talking about uh Senator uh cinema who went into the restroom during teaching a class at the University of Arizona and people followed their followed her in there with their cameras and accosting her verbally not physically uh and 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 this administration just now oh, well that that's what that's just what happens in a political arena but They're tromping on the First Amendment rights and threatening to investigate and prosecute parents for protesting against school boards and teachers and insist that insist on indoctrinating children with cultural Marxism so beloved by the Progressive Democratic Party. So Here they are shrugging their shoulders at what's happening in the violence of of, uh, our our big cities downtown. They shrug their shoulders, still talking about defending police. And yet parents standing up for their First Amendment rights in a school board meeting, they are threatening. And here's what what, uh, uh, Attorney General Garland said, according to Andrew McCarthy, 30 years ago to Andrew McCarthy. Garland well knows, as he and Clinton officials stressed to me nearly 30 years ago, that in the incitement context, the First Amendment protects speech unless it is unambiguously calls for the use of force that the Speaker clearly intends under circumstances in which the likelihood of violence is real and imminent. Now, that's what Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, said 30 years ago in the Clinton administration. Okay, there is no record that I know of or that I have searched to find that these parents have threatened physical violence and carried it out, that they haven't come like the Progressive Democratic Party has to to uh, uh, conservative senators and House members and and running them out of restaurants and, and surrounding their home and, and threatening real violence. In fact, real violence has happened. And, and yet here are parents that are raising their children. And you need to understand as a parent, okay, that you're raising your children if they're in public school and they have all the teachers are so indoctrinated from the 1960s that they actually believe what they're telling these children. They actually believe that this isn't some, uh, people wanna say a conspiracy. The conspiracy happened decades ago when when the universities and uh, even down to the, to the grade schools, uh, I saw a, a, a article that my dad clipped out of the Salt Lake Tribune several years ago when he was fighting this in the in the late 60s and early 70s about how they were fighting because they were indoctrinating in the universities the future teachers and here we are okay so it is time to stand up and and protect our first amendment rights as uh, as american citizens okay but let's take this back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 14 that tells us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Listen, it is time, church, to pray and pray for our children. Second, it's time for you to get your children in Sunday school, okay? Especially if they're attending a a, a public school. You need to have uh, uh, teaching and let us help you. Let us help you. Uh, Lydia and Joseph and our teaching staff are doing a great job. Get your children in Sunday school. Second, you need to be having family devotions with your children. If they're in public school and answering the questions, you need to answer those questions. If you can't answer those questions right at that moment, then there are places that you can go and find the answers to what they're saying and pull your children in, family devotions. And uh, the third thing then is to attend school board meetings or write the school board. And if your children are in public school, then you have the right as an American citizen to stand up and say, you're not going to indoctrinate my children. And, and uh, otherwise I'll find an alternative of instruction. Now, if all of if, if all of the uh, Christian parents and I'm not talking about the the rhetoric and some of it, it has been very raised and mean. Of course, the meanness comes after the school board responds that they shut them down and won't let them talk. But I'm not talking about being mean and ornery. But I am talking about fighting for your children, your sons, your daughters and your wives and your homes. This is a battle that we need to take to God in prayer. Listen, every grandparent under sound of my voice right now, you need to lift. I have a wall with all the pictures of my children of my grandchildren and children and their spouses on that wall. And I sit in the morning uh, in my devotions, looking at that wall and going through every one of them and calling their names out in prayer because my grandchildren are in public school. The, the ones in Pennsylvania, the other ones are in private school in, uh, in Oklahoma, but calling their names out in prayer. Okay. Grandparents, you need to be doing that. Parents, the greatest thing you can do for your kids is to pray over them. Uh, Just pour your heart out to God over your your children, especially if they're in public school. And be sure that you're finding out what they are being taught in that public school. And and remember, don't be afraid. Remember the Lord who is awesome and great and, and fight for your home. God bless you. Thank you for listening this morning.